0: I should get a professional setup,
1: but I don't. That's part of the charm.
0: Yeah, I don't. We recorded Mormon and the Method in a in various hotel rooms around America and had multiple sound issues. So
1: people don't care. <coughs> they want they want what's coming through at the deepest level.
0: Yeah, they want the content and then maybe this the sound issues will scare them away cuz I put a lot of effort into getting people not to listen to this podcast <laughs> and it doesn't work.
1: You've ruined me, by the way. Uh, like, I'll be on a business podcast and I'll be bringing up shit you said. Really? And, like, and then I'll, I realize like, as I've gotten into it, I'm like, oh, wait, that takes a few different chapters to explain that. Yeah. How am I going to explain it in two sentences without looking like a loony? And like, whoops, guess I won't.
0: You're getting on business podcasts?
1: Yeah. I mean, there are new ones, not like Dave Ramsey show or big ones, but like uh, a new one started called It's Show Business. It's about, oh. like, performers that also do business. And the guy doing it, Latif Tayur, is – like used to be the finance guy for stuff. And was it a finance? You know, he has a background in finance, but he does comedy. So he's trying to do both of them. And he wants to talk about business stuff. And then I'm bringing up 5D and the flow. and
0: (laughs) It's so hard to shut the fuck up about it. It It's very difficult right now. Guys, guess who's back? Ramin is back. They're so excited. 5D, hello,
1: everyone. Welcome back to Alien School. Sorry, Aaron, it's real. I know that you're <laughs> skeptical. I was going to say that I think that. Uh, How
0: did you. Did I drop that episode where I talk about him being skeptical? Yep. Oh, okay.
1: There's a couple, or maybe it's on the same one. I'm just remembering it. But uh, I believe that people that were brought up with a lot of religion are, in a way, compromised by this stuff because they have this sort of. A uh, closed offness where they're like, "You're not going to pull another fast one on me." There is no magic going on. There's no absolutely,
0: but there is a. I am weirdly connected to the post Mormon ascension community, and they are huge. It's a huge community of woo as fuck, but had like originally were indoctrinated in Mormonism. Uh. But I do, and this was going to be a cool conversation that we had. He and I had. Where um I definitely think I am comfortable believing in something. Like nihilism doesn't work for me. Besides the fact that I have tons of supernatural experiences, so many supernatural experiences to the point that they're undeniable. I either need to be in a hospital. Now I can hear the music, the music of the planet, I the guess. The spheres. The, or the, it sounds earth. like angels singing, or like like electronic music. Like whenever I'm in silence, I start to heal. Hear the um heal this is interesting uh, slip of words. Um, the song of the vibration, I guess. Interesting.
1: Yeah. I've been doing that with objects, and I don't know if I could have done it ten years ago. But like, I'll put an object to my ear, and I'll hear it's. Oh shit! It's really it's thing, and then I'm trying to test it. Like some of them are more faint than others. Like crystals do it a lot, and of course, it's like you know, you like you and I both preface everything with like, or it's the brain filling in information, yeah. or it's we're monkeys that like to tell ourselves stories. Yes, all that can go in a different box, right. and we can play with those later. But for now, the objects have their own songs.
0: Yeah, that it's it's to the point where it's to the point where it makes far more sense that we are shifting into a higher dimensional reality and that these experiences are real than anything else. And it's like, it's, um, then that was kind of the conversation that we were going to have where I am just, even if I am wrong, even if who gives a fuck, like at the end of the day, The people who believed in something and the people who didn't believe in something, if we end up in the same place, Mm -hmm. if let's say you're a skeptic and you don't believe in anything, right? And I believe in all of this woo shit and I talk to fucking aliens and, and see angels and ghosts and whatever. And at the end, you're right. What difference did it make? Did it make any difference? Did I lose anything? Now, in religion, you lose something because there's rules and you can't jerk off and you can't fuck and you can't have fun and you can't do drugs. So like, yeah, you did lose something, right? But if we get to the end and you're right and there is nothing, and I lived my life in a way that was fun, which to me, it's far more fun if it's a video game and all of these things are real. Nihilism now is like hip, but nihilism was basically... When I was growing up, and I was like, "Wait, so life is just about working? Yeah, and doing things you don't want to do for obligation, and then dying. I'd rather just die now. It makes me incredibly suicidal. Now it's like this dark thing of like nothing matters, whatever. But it's the same thing that makes me sick. It, makes it is me-
1: funnier though. Nihilism is better at comedy, but as yeah. a like philosophical. Foundation to believing things, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Everything coming out of nothing. And Mm-mm. then going
0: back to nothing, and it's a one-off. Like the one-off thing is the thing that doesn't make any sense to me. I I struggle to believe that we would actually evolve as a species if we didn't reincarnate. I understand that like you're raised in a different reality because the people in front of you evolved, but it just doesn't just consciousness comes and exists for one life and that's it It just doesn't make any sense to me. No. But, um, so it doesn't resonate. First of all, nihilism doesn't resonate, but it also like, if, if it is true, it, which doesn't fit for me and is, is fine. Uh, it, I would just kill myself. I just is like, (laughs) if this is it, there's one life and it means nothing. And I'm going to spend it doing, working a job that I hate uh, in a in a life that I hate, I'd rather just
1: yeah, be done with it. Be done. Get to the end. Yeah.
0: And so, um, the uh, I think I can hear your mic. Oh, Sorry, on my on my stomach.
1: Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's try, try this. it here, and then I'm just gonna not touch it.
0: It can we'll take a second to fuck with it. I don't That's know why okay. these things are so short. But you this can is can part do this of the raw make it taller
1: the raw podcast. Do you want to make it taller? Is that good? Um, because you
0: see. can do this thing and make it stand oh, up yeah. higher. Yeah,
1: yeah, they all have their own little kinks, don't they?
0: Yeah, I was really surprised to see how short they are. You push it up.
1: Yeah. This is all going to be in the episode. <laughs> yeah, we're leaving all this in. Yeah. Okay. Is that better? Now that's 5D. All right. That there was we go. 3D. The the futzing with it was 40. <laughs> the
0: quarter inch. Yeah. And then 60
1: is like bending back yeah. in my chair and just having it happen. I'm. You still- actually
0: don't have to be like super far on it. It makes it easier to edit. But we'll just send it to Brian.
1: Okay. Good. But yeah, this. Um, but this 5D is. Um, It's really something, and has has ruined me in a lot of ways, just because before you didn't have a way to talk about it, so you wouldn't talk about it, but then the more ways you have to talk about it, the more opportunities you have to alienate yourself
0: from
1: uh, people that aren't, who don't have the software update yet.
0: Have you felt a split between you and them?
1: yeah. But yeah. I always have felt separate and I've been having this thought of like how this new world is so much easier for people that sucked at the old world and people yes. that ruled at the old world are going to have a lot of trouble because they have to forget stuff. And those of us that sucked at remembering stuff don't have to forget anything because it's right. like, whatever, I'm fine with it just being... Yep. Brand new. Like if I woke up tomorrow and I'm made of neon purple radiating stardust or something, like I'd be like, oh yeah, that makes way more sense than yep. than this flesh, bone, muscle, circulatory system and all just yeah. it doesn't make sense.
0: It's the um the last will be the first, and the first will be the last to quote the Bible, ladies and gentlemen. I wish I knew more Bible though, because God. there is a
1: lot of, uh, truth in it. If you're looking at it the right way, if you're holding it right. Like when people yep. say it's all a book of revelations, it's coming true. I'm like, I don't know why that is because I don't really know the book of revelations.
0: Yeah. I think it was like sacred knowledge passed down and it was passed down by people that were awake but then it was manipulated by people who wanted control and it was consumed by people who had, as the Gnostics would call them, psychic disciplinarians. So people who were um, old enough souls to know that they wanted that something was out there, but too young of souls to be able to experience it for what it is. They needed to add rules to it. And this is something I still notice because we're so programmed with this mentality is people are like, I don't think I made it to 5D. I don't think I'm good. And it's it's just energy. It's energy. If you're talking about 5D, you're fucking with 5D.
1: Yeah, you up, up to your nipples in it already. Yeah, or exactly. what, what's the thing? Knees? What is the word? Nipples is funnier, whatever.
0: <laughs> nipples are higher. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Also, um. Like we were talking about uh, probiotics being before they were seen as super woo. And now it's like, of course, it's medically like, yeah, it's empirically proven. Yeah. Take your probiotics. And I was thinking about terms and how terms are introduced that change the one that's come up recently is I'm hearing people saying it's a vibe a lot. Like, yeah, it's a vibe. And that wouldn't have been cool. 20 years ago, 10 years ago. Yeah. It's everywhere now. And I love it because it means you don't have to empirically prove what the thing you're talking about is. It's it's a vibe. It's yeah. It's vague. It has no boundaries. You know it when you see it. You feel it. It's Yeah, it's a vibe.
0: It's crazy. Uh, Lola and I from Water Baby Tarot on the last episode that I'm editing right now talked about this last night where I'm like, people who aren't even awake, because I think that we are part of the last bit of people that are going to know that there was a shift a lot of people are just moving into the new world and they don't know that there was some big galactic federation that got involved and helped the shift and that there were gods that reincarnated to help push the thing along. And there were people making movies and TV shows to plant ideas and help them wake up. And you had the arsenal and the image editors. They won't know any of this. They'll just live in this higher dimensional reality and feel like they've always lived here. Just like when we went to 4D, they thought, oh, I've always had the ability to hear lies. And it's like, no, you didn't. You got the gift of discernment when the download came into twenty twelve but, um, I was talking about how you can be talking to the most dead asleep bro about the energy of a room and you describe how the energy is scratchy in here, or I don't know what that person's energy is and and people are starting to speak that language who don't know who aren't woo who aren't who don't know what their chakras are, yeah, you know. Um, are starting to talk about the vibe of things. And that's the language of five d, yeah, that is what we are is energy. and it changes everything. it 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 changes if you have two people having a physical interaction and the physical interaction isn't authentic. I hate that word, but you know, you hate
1: half the words you say, I know, and it's, it's awful. <laughs> but it's great because, like, you can tell in your voice when you're saying, like, manifestation works if you <laughs> like. Just the there's that bite to it, and that's what that's what matters, not what you're saying.
0: Um, but yeah, the the energy of things, and this is how we are going to overthrow the government, which is what is the most important thing on the docket for the lightworkers <laughs> moving forward, is um dethroning. Is that a word? Dethroning the parasitic uh, race. Are you someone that knows about the Anaki?
1: The Anunnaki. Thank you. For not a ton. How to it. Not a ton. But that's uh, David Icke's thing. They're on planet Naiburu that circles around. It's the ninth planet or tenth planet, and they needed gold to put on their atmosphere. That whole wrap.
0: Is that what it is? Yeah. All I
1: heard was that someone was just like, "Do you know about?" It's the race that made that played with our DNA and as a slave race to help them mine gold, which is why we have gold as our like main uh, fiat currency from back then otherwise, why was gold? I mean, it's malleable. You can make it into shapes and things. And I'm not saying I, uh, I'm unlike this is what happened or right. that this is not what happened. We, we know about timelines. There's a timeline. There's no such thing as them. There's a timeline where they do exist, but they're not how I'm describing them. And there's a timeline where they're exactly as I'm describing them and crazier. So, of course, it's all of those. But from what I understand, that's what the... Anunnaki are. They mine gold. They need it for their atmosphere the way we need ozone. They came 30,000 years ago. That's why there's that leap in our brain size or capacity because they've never been able to explain that. There's theories that we started eating psilocybin mushrooms. That's what did it. Or we, we descended from the the trees and experimented with different food sources and all, all of that. But I don't know. It's...
0: Does he say they're because this is the reptilian guy? Also, does he say they are separate from the reptilians?
1: I think they are the reptilians, okay. or they're one type of reptilian. There's okay. more than one type. I should really talk to this dude, but yeah, um, he's still around. You probably could, right?
0: Yeah, when he was first writing all of those books, they were the internet wasn't that great, and I had come across the books, and it was mostly whenever people get all caps. Uh, intense with conspiracy theory stuff I check out. Yeah. But it was when I was going through alien school. So I asked the aliens, like, are the reptilians real? And their thing was like, reptilians is a bad name for them. They're parasites.
1: Tapeworms.
0: Yeah. But essentially, yes, they're like the elite, what we call the elite now. They didn't call them the elite then because we didn't call them the elite then. But the people that control the world, the very small percentage of people who benefit from the way that you all act as slaves, um, are not creative beings. They are not gods, but they get you to create their reality. And I have known that for a long time, and I know that they, as soon as everyone is fully awake, they just die, right? Because we become aware of them, we stop feeding them. But lately, I've been getting these weird messages through multiple different things that you may have heard on the podcast when a friend of mine saw this imagery of these like tentacles, tentacles coming in. And then Aaron showed me a movie that has that same imagery that has, um, fuck was that movie called? But the poster has that imagery of it.
1: And TV talks to you a lot movies and TV communicate to you a lot.
0: Yeah. And the, the the message of it was the same thing was that a lot of people were being controlled by this. And I was like, okay, well maybe this is a metaphor for ego. But then I keep bouncing in and out of this us being AI, us being not like robots, but like us being someone else's creation and our consciousness has gotten out of control and we have like logged on to each other's consciousness, and I, I spaced out to the second season of Westworld. Did you watch it?
1: Yes. Do
0: they become one consciousness?
1: No. I mean, do you want me to spoil it? Yeah, let's spoil Westworld for everybody. Fuck you guys if you haven't watched <laughs> any show you've had. It's been a out for year. a year. Let's see. So it ends with the first one, the the robots take over. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, Robert Ford gets shot in the back of the head. They, oh, you're
0: going hard on these spoilers. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: he gives a speech about Mozart never dies. He just became music. Um, he starts to appear in Bernard's dreams. But um, basically, the big twist at the end is that uh, the man in black was uh, is in a loop and he's done that whole thing many many times so he can't escape he was afraid of having to become uh, a host and then it's revealed that he is a host and we don't know how far in the future it is that he's been through like he finds the center of the maze goes through the thing and then realizes that he's uh like uh, a host version of his daughter is doing that quiz like saying like yeah that's what you answered the last you know 1200 times I gave you that quiz Oh shit! That's you know what... What I
0: watched that show very intensively and didn't realize he was a host.
1: <laughs> well, you're not supposed to know, but there's like hints that maybe like because anyone can be a host. It's the whole Battlestar thing. Like you never know who right. ends up being it. But as far as us being one consciousness thing, I don't think they
0: in the second season when they become sentient, do they log on? I know there was one person who figured out the one, the lady who ran the whorehouse or whatever she figured out maybe not she figured
1: that. out the whorehouse lady clementine fi- or no maeve
0: maeve she figured out how to calibrate everybody like give them superpowers mm-hmm. and make them stronger and better and wipe their memories and all kinds of stuff anyway by the end i can't remember if they if they became Telepathically connected to
1: each other. Hmm. Maybe, but it definitely wasn't centering around the we're all okay. Uh, one thing. Um, but how does that relate to now? Uh, you know, I would just like
0: take that as a clue. Um, so what I've been thinking about is what if the reptilians created us? Could be. And have been using us to create their reality. They created us, though. Um, Yeah, there's still a big hole in that theory.
1: I mean, it might not be a perfect creation. It's just one of many experiments as as a hybrid of an alien primate hybrid. I think there's lots of theories of that. But the whole, uh, I think you said it on maybe Soberish or another person's podcast. How we complain about how great the elite's lives are and how much they're screwing us over, and that's what's creating that. Is yeah, how that's much how we make their yeah, reality. We're, we're spelling it into existence because there's only this moment and what you're what you're narrating and yep. what it makes. And I'm doing it right now, but we're doing it one step away from it where yeah. we're also the gods. Because if we're merely slaves, then that sucks. But if we're slaves, but behind that we're gods, that if even if we die for or get tortured for 10,000 years straight, it's like, whatever, I'm... I'm a god. I don't care. If it was yeah. 10,000 years of torture, big deal.
0: I would have to research more about like actual parasites, and I feel like I say I'm going to do this all the time, and I don't. But it's it is kind of what parasites do. So let's say we're gods, we're on this planet, and we are experiencing reality, and then parasites show up, and they're like, oh, we can get involved in this mix and use this... Use this race of gods to create reality for us. use them as a host, which is what parasites do. But there will just come a moment when we have gotten so good at discerning energy that we'll see it for exactly what it is. because when the when the elites be elitin it's so obvious to me that I don't really get caught up in it. Yeah, when Donald Trump be narcissist, I also am just like, well, this person's triggering you on purpose. This person is being. Outlandish on per I mean, I think he is outlandish, but he is stealing energy yeah, by he's getting controlling, you to freak
1: the fuck out. He's controlling the whole thing like it's silly putty. And the more right. like you know, you start with the silly putty, it's kind of firm, and then the more you you touch it and put your hands on it, it just becomes more malleable. And he's been able to do that with the world. Like right. he could. Uh, it's so easy to see how he could manipulate it because most of media and people haven't gotten hip to it because they like it almost. They yeah. like to, like, did you hear what he said? Like, he called Greta Thunberg a stupid bitch. She's only 16 years old. Can you believe that? It's like, yeah, I believed it four Have years ago. Have you not had a
0: crazy uncle before? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's tough because um, yeah. I've had drama in my life that I got addicted to the drama. I was just at a comedy festival and you like... Which one? Big Sky. Denver? B- uh, uh, Billings, Montana.
1: Oh, of course. Billings, Montana.
0: Yeah. You know, Billings. I uh, I work at the comedy festival. And if we start to indulge in getting mad at each other in the first couple days of the festival, then the whole rest of the festival turns into the staff you know, being so frustrated with everything that possibly goes wrong. You know, you get addicted. It's like a relationship that has started to go south and you get almost excited when your partner does something that you get to be mad at, you know? Yeah. You get like addicted to that pendulum and that's a lot of the energy with, with Trump and that stuff. But I, I don't think we are far from the collapse of these parasitic sy- systems because I don't think we are far from hitting that critical mass. And once you have everybody looking through the eyes of an energy exchange, it's just fucking obvious. Yeah, And you go like, oh, you don't have any power. You can't tell me what to do.
1: I'm starting to notice it more with, uh, like, let's say on the internet, someone writes a shitty comment on something that you put out, and then you, we like to research, well, who's this person that wrote this shitty thing? And oftentimes their account has no content on it. So yep. they're literally like this thing with nothing behind it. It's a program running almost. Like Maybe there is a human being doing the typing, but as far as we're concerned in this virtual world, you have all this content. You are a full body thing, and they have no body. They're like a little avatar that's not even their face. It's a Bart Simpson photo or some meme or something, and then they're just writing the shitty thing, so it's become so obvious, whereas a lot of people choose to engage with it because they have that anger. They want to be in a fight, yep. even if it's with the tapeworm. They're gonna fight the tapeworm that gets more strength as you as you fight it.
0: Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about that. I used to I used to read every single YouTube comment. You can't everywhere.
1: anymore now. No. Right? You have too much to deal with.
0: I um had to let the pendulum swing. There came a point where I was controlling how how far my reach was because I I didn't want any negative, um, which is what, you know, I'm like, I don't care what people think, but I did, you Isn't know, funny? I guess. You
1: wanted to be famous and like at the first signs of seeing what fame is, especially in 2019, it's like, no, thank you. I would like the yeah. perfect amount of people that are only into what I do.
0: Only like me. But mm-hmm. then I also want to create art that is not universally palatable, but I would like to be not criticized in any way, shape or form. Yeah, it was kind of a weird... Corner I painted myself into. Have you started the YouTube channel yet? I did. I haven't put anything on it because my voice sounds like this. But you I'm, just have the channel. I just started the channel, and there already was an alien school channel that I will have to crush.
1: They only had five
0: videos. Mm. There was once a pod, uh, a soberish podcast Instagram page, also that I had to.
1: Have you thought of changing the name of this to Alien School or that's taken?
0: I have thought of that and um there's something about it being called soberish and it not being overtly spiritual on the outside that i kind of like
1: like a bookstore with a bar in the basement that yeah that's the secret club like yeah it's not really a book a bookstore
0: there's a ton of people that found the like soberish blew up fast and i assumed that most of these fans were from mormon and the meth head And blew up fast. I don't mean gigantic. I mean, relatively. It's not
1: my favorite murder or whatever. God, I was just
0: editing the water baby episode, and I'm just nonchalantly talking about followers on Instagram just because it's a thing that I'm experiencing, you know? And uh, but I've been in it for a second, so it's 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 not something I like think about. Also, I'm looking at people who have stuff like 350 thousand followers on Instagram. So I hit 10 thousand followers on Instagram. Congrats! And I'm,
1: Thank you. You've got the link now. You can it's, link it's, out. That's all I
0: wanted was the fucking link. Me they, too. They refuse to verify me, but it would be nice to be able to link things. And, me too.
1: But I've given up. And don't you feel weird like when you request verification, and it's also got a stigma to it, like the. I guess the more um, the the more offensive people like refer to them as you know the blue check marks. The blue are checks, here. Yeah. yeah. So it's like blue checks aren't a good thing. And there's a whole Dr. Seuss cartoon about it with the star bellied snitches. Did we ever talk about that? No. Dr. Seuss had a cartoon and a, a illustrated book, but they made it into an animated cartoon. Whereas those those little duck animal things and some of them. There's this guy that comes into town and paints stars on your bellies, and they kind of become the upper class. And Oh, shit. And so, like, they're more important, like, they're allowed in their own clubhouse. The people without a star on their belly don't get to go in. And then someone figures out how to paint the stars on their belly. So then everyone gets a star on their belly, and they sneak in, and then the people that were once the elite are like this sucks now now everyone can get in so they like wipe it off so they're paying this guy that can tattoo over it and the winner is the salesman who's who's selling yeah. them paint <laughs> or not paint but like being verified or unverified it's like no it's not what you the value of it might go down in yeah. two years. It might be not, like Ari Shafir doesn't like being I d- I won't verified. verify
0: on Twitter. I never tried on Facebook. I don't care about this is the real me. I don't think there's people out there trying to <laughs> pretend to be me. Yeah. If Instagram would let me put the fucking swipe up feature in my story so I could link things, I wouldn't give a shit about it. But you've either. got it now. But I've got, well,
1: we'll see. I thought um, you, you did. You're at 10K. That's all you is need. Is that all you need? Yeah, try okay. it. All right, I'm going like, to try It's like literally... It, I don't even think it has an admin giving you the permission. I think you just literally have the permission once you hit 10K.
0: I can just do swipe up without getting yeah, verified? Yeah,
1: after this, let's try it.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, just
1: put a that link to whatever. That would be to tight whatever. to do it
0: without verifying. I guess I have people message me and they're like, I think the reason you don't have a lot of followers... Is because you're not verified, and I'm like, I think I don't have a lot of followers because I'm not for everyone.
1: Yes, <laughs>
0: I uh, I'm I'm known for drinking my pee and talking about uh, us living in a video
1: game. I'm you're not amazing. really. There's no one like you. Not really a hundred k. It's never gonna happen. Sometimes I'll just be in my car and I'll just laugh at. Uh, I mean, not at you, like laugh with you, but laugh not even at something you said, but just that there is a you. <laughs> That there's a meth head comedian that was a born again Christian that died, that talks to aliens, that has a podcast that does tarot and is reluctant about it and is funny with it, but also, but feels it and believes it. There's like, there's not even anyone close to like, like, oh, kind of similar to you. There's like, there's just you and the people that who are into it and discover you are like holy shit who is that person like yeah. when you came on my show there's people like what what, what was what? that who's that and they now they've been infected they're yeah. compromised or not compromised they're It uh, is compromised yeah.
0: listen this is really cool till you know me that's <laughs> i have like a two-year shelf life and then people are like well all right this is
1: or you talk about how like you, when the mics go off you become this uh codependent monster yeah and how's that going by the way how's the codependency going so good so um, good in that it's not uh deterring your happiness
0: i um just started dating not dating Attempting I got back on the apps, I guess. Which
1: ones? Bumble, Tinder, Friend? I don't
0: like Bumble. I don't like being told what to do. Is it, and there's some kind of like you have to respond in a certain amount of time. I don't like that. Oh, I'm, that's I'm on this motherfucker when I'm sad in the bathtub. I don't want to have to take a <laughs> bath at three o'clock in the afternoon because there's a clock on this ship. I um Hinge and Tinder. This was a big part of the the last episode we talk about codependency, but I think that there was a collective of light workers, whatever. I can't believe how much I say that unironically now that are, that hacked love and they, they hacked 3d love. And I think we did it. I think we, I think we (sighs) broke the codependency Uh, um, program. I think we'll really see the harvest, you know, the, 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 what we get from that into 2020, you know, where we start to learn uh, interconnectedness, interdependence, but I think we broke codependence. And so that means that everybody still struggling with codependence is that much easier for them to get free because like, however many thousands of people did this for the last few years, like they were in that excruciating pain. So I feel very hopeful. I don't, um, moving forward, I'm, I'm going to be very, open and honest with my communication. I know what triggers me. I know what triggers it. I know I'm someone that needs a very clearly defined relationship. I can't fuck with someone that plays games. I can't I can't it's not even really people that play games. I don't seem to get involved with people like that, but it's that I play games. Like they don't I, know
1: that there's a game being played
0: you can tell me like, oh I, I'm not interested in anything serious and old me would be like, yeah, me either. Because I couldn't handle the rejection And I also couldn't be honest enough with you myself You had a
1: great meme about it What was it uh, Like yeah I'm not looking for anything serious But I want to like play out my trauma on Yeah or, oh yeah I forget I, uh, what it
0: is. I'm it looking for casual sex And in that I mean I want to casually have sex with you And then uh, pl- Play out my abandonment wound yes. In your reflection <laughs> for at least a year And maybe anal I don't know <laughs>
1: Um, and then you, you like, someone said like, I love your honesty. I'm, I'm down. Is that weird? And then you're like, were you serious about the whole thing? You're like, yes, except the anal and, and the, the of, and the sex.
0: <laughs> I can't have casual. Another sex. thing
1: you posted was, uh, like a, a deck of a tarot deck and it said, oops, all towers. edition." <laughs> I don't know if you made that or you found it, but I that did was really it. fun.
0: Man. Was that 2019? I love it. Um, I, yeah, I think communication is the key. I think that we're going to see a completely new type of relationship, which is really what the Twin Flame Collective was about. I'm now calling it the uh, the Codependency Hacking Collective. <laughs> I actually just made that up five seconds ago, and it's a little CHC, wordy. Yeah. yeah, I'm probably going to go back to Twin Flame Collective, but... I think that now moving forward, we learn to have these relationships that are completely honest and upfront and we don't play ourselves and we don't, you know.
1: Did we talk about the Arcturians on the other one about how uh, I was listening to someone channeling, it was the Arcturians or the Pleiadians, but the, you know, the blonde aliens that are very tall and don't need to eat or they don't, no, they don't shit. They just like, they don't need to.
0: Oh shit. It sounds that great. Me? Doesn't it? Is that me? <laughs> I thought that was IBS. <laughs>
1: They, uh, but when they're, they'll, they'll go through having just one partner or whatever, but when that relationship is done, there's no stickiness, there's no getting back and like that muddiness. It's like when it's done, even if they were together for like a hundred years, it's like, this is now not what we need anymore. And then you're with someone else. And it's just so uh, frictionless, I guess. Do
0: they go straight into another relationship or do they have to heal for a year in between? No, just, it just happens. Like it's not yeah. even
1: a thing. It's like the way that those old-timey dancing things where you're like swinging around yeah. in a circle and then you go to that one and that one. And it's just, it It makes sense. And they don't even realize it until they look at how much trouble we have with connecting and disconnecting. What a what a thing it is.
0: Yeah, I think that's, re- that's like big time what at least our wave is going to be on a personal level. A lot of dealing, like working through that learning how to connect and disconnect easily i think the this, the the image i see is a lot of like 5 month long relationships over the course of the next few months where we just learn to do that come together coexist and 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 break up without the big awful pain and everything else because it's like nine of pentacles energy it's like i am a whole person who creates my own money cre- like like creates my own like energetic wholeness, my own financial, like I, all of it myself, I'm a self creating being. And then when we come together, you're also that. So we're two, not two halves. We're two whole people. And for as long as it feels good, we're here. And then when it stops feeling good, we go our own way. Which is the thing that I said on like episode three of Mormon and the Meth Head that made everybody think I was a fucking genius. And then the universe was like, and now she will show her work. And I just went balls <laughs> out
1: codependent, opposite of everything I said. You're always wrong on the, the micro, but you're always right yeah. on the macro. Like yeah. everything you're saying, I just It just feels right, like it's going to play out that way. But when you get to the details, like, you know, the dicks falling off, the big earthquake killing everyone, it's never as cool as you say because, what do you say? There's no jump cuts ever.
0: There's no jump cuts, and I see things in metaphors, you know? So I'm going to be more careful. I'm learning to be more careful with... I feel like I put a bunch of disclaimers, but I know that there was at least one episode where I was so excited about the split that I was like I think and there were earthquakes happening, right? Like that week. And we are going into the same energy. Lola talked about this on the last episode. The same Uranus aspect that caused all those earthquakes, which they did finally retrofit this fucking apartment complex. So, oh, hell yeah. I'm all set. But um I feel like there was an episode or two where I was so zealous about the split that I was positive it was going to be natural disaster. And I feel like we're in the split right now. And the split is actually just like, no, if your mom's a low vibrational buzzkill, you gotta go hang, you know, move to a different state. It's like not, it's not the uh it's not quite the exciting. It never is quite yeah, and exciting. I don't even think, think it's th-
1: about cutting off someone like actually pressing <laughs> decline on your phone. I think it's about cutting off them from touching your yep. like don't let them you know, mess with your cool. Like you should yeah. just, you should be cool like in, in your beingness and let go of that money thing where like you, you mentioned a lot, like we were sold this lie that living should be a struggle and suffering and nonstop uh You know, survival of the fittest and money is actually very easy to make. You hold out your hands and it just falls into it and you can do whatever you want. They're paying anyone to do anything nowadays. One time you said that someone's like, oh yeah, really? I can like just lie down on a beach? Yes, that's what Instagram is. Have you been on Instagram? (laughs) And you don't, you said like, uh, well, I hope you have nice tits. You don't even need nice tits. Mm -mm. You can be disgusting. Like, isn't the, uh, I don't mean to call people disgusting (laughs) that don't have nice tits, but like, let's look at, That's going to be the clip that I put on. (laughs) Like in the 80s, the people with that skin that's like bi-chroma or whatever, like Uh they're half black, half white, like where there's patches of stuff, like that used to just be like, oh, they're not even allowed in restaurants. Like get this thing out of here. And now like that's the L'Oreal main model, like the number one model is someone that has some kind of thing going on with them that's not the traditional or, like, look at Lizzo. Like, Lizzo is not. Yeah, it's constructs, and these
0: constructs got torn down so fucking quick. Right under beauty our Beauty standards. Exactly. You can be. This was like while the beauty standard thing was happening. I hated my body, hated my body. Spent. Every waking minute, either obsessing over wanting to eat or obsessing over how fat I was. And there were times where I was like very like unmanageably overweight for me. You know, I was tying my shoes on the side, you know. But for the most part, even when I was a reasonable, uh, like easy to man, like the way that I gain weight is a very bottom heavy. And so the legs get unmanageable. But at at no point was like, okay was what my body looked like. And at some point I just was like, I'm just going to love my body. I'm going to be so pissed at some point that I wasted all these years obsessing over it. And I fell in love with my body. And then society suddenly was like, we love big legs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I wasted so many years. Like, please somebody get me a time machine so I can go back and tell 20 year old me rock those big ass legs. They are going to be in style one day. Like you're going to have a, a a cool body type. And I love that. We Like, beauty is so different now. We find so many different things beautiful, and it's just expanding and expanding and expanding, and that's a construct.
1: I'm noticing it in myself, and I've had this theory that I think women control much more of what is, I mean, that's not the right word because there is that patriarchy thing, but they. I think they have more power than they're letting on as to what can be considered uh, beautiful, and I was trying to get to an example where I would have never voiced it, but I noticed in myself, like, let's say 15 years ago, if a woman had like leg hair or armpit hair, I wouldn't find that sexy. I'd be like, that's kind of masculine. Like, I don't want you to shave it. But internally, if you were to actually deeply ask what I deeply thought was hotter the not armpit hair or the hairy legs thing and be like yeah of course no feminine is not having that stuff and I don't know when it shifted but gradually like just throughout people posting online like women posting their armpit hair like this is what a woman looks like this is all this it's it's just changed and now I think it's super hot I think it's like it's own not that the other way is gross but it's like seasons they're both they're both good they're
0: both valid like like
1: cold coffee and hot coffee I like both of them yeah
0: I wish I had either of them. <laughs> it is what we're exposed to, right? It's what we see. Yeah. In the 90s <clears throat> being a teenager in the 90s was being hyper exposed to perfection. Airbrushed before we knew what Photoshop was, you know, before the like regular people knew what Photoshop was. Everyone on TV was gorgeous. Every every model's body was perfect and airbrushed and skinny. And it felt so unattainable, but it was the standard. It's insane, and we didn't see what the average person's body looked like, and we didn't have social media, so we didn't we didn't get to look at other people's bodies. Uh, Lena Dunham putting her boobs on HBO, like yeah, whatever. And A lot kissing of cr- like
1: with her legs open and bush yeah. out, and okay, maybe it's not that graphic, but but girls, it is pretty. Yeah, girls is extremely graphic. We forget, but it'll show like like anal from the side. So you're not seeing the dick go into the ass, but it's like, you're seeing the, the ass like yeah. cl- clap and the things they're saying, like, I want you to come in me with your cum already in me. And then like, fuck me with your cum in the, like just on a TV show.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, she, you know, not, I don't know. I don't know that much about her. Not that popular, but her putting her body on HBO, regularly I heard people criticize that and I was like actually that changed a lot for me just seeing that on tv changed a lot for me it changed my relationship with my own body because I was being exposed to something on tv that wasn't perfection it was a normal body you know and and having us be exposed to that it changed it expanded the Beauty standards. The person who was doing my makeup for the epics thing was talking about how uh, she keeps getting compliments from people who don't. They're like, I don't, you just look so good lately. Did you lose weight? And she's like, no, your perception of beauty just changed. (laughs) And I can't, I think about that all the fucking time where it's like, exactly. Our minds are expanded. And this is awakening. This is enlightenment. This is for the people who are never going to believe in the Arcturians, for the people who aren't talking to aliens, you know, do we all have guides in 2030? I don't know. We, those of us awake right now, I believe are the people responsible for ushering, like shifting the ages. And then I think there's a good possibility that the woo part of it just merges with science, mysticism and science do a quick, like a zipper is what it feels like. It's just, we close it out where we're like, Oh, these are all the same thing because energy is the missing puzzle piece. If you understand energy, then everything else makes sense. Tarot is just explaining archetypes of energy. It isn't magic. It isn't woo. It isn't anything. It's just the connectedness of energy. And if I am pulling cards while connected to your energy, those cards are just going to give me, but for the most part, I'm reading off the cards. I'm just reading your energy and the cards are helping me give like points or whatever. Now, if you understand energy, which how close is science to really getting it, that's the missing piece. And then suddenly all of it, telepathy, Um, you know, our, our relationship with our body, our the DNA, the everything else, the healing, like the flow of energy really kind of explains why our medical practices don't make a ton of sense. You know, it's all of this comes together and it's just one piece. I don't think it's going to be, and I bet it isn't a jump cut. I bet it isn't one thing overnight, whatever, but just look how medicine is fucking with psychedelics. Now they're fucking with,
1: Even our our real technology, like our computer shit, like before technology used to be a thing we understood, like you would crank the thing, you would see the gear move, which causes the thing. And now we have this, I was listening to Kevin Kelly talk about this on Future Fossils, (laughs) about how our relationship with technology is like our relationship with plants where we don't really know what it's doing, but we know that we can water it and put it in the right place. And then we get the tomato, but we don't know what the plant's doing to make the tomato. And with deep learning, like even the top people don't know what the deep learning is doing when it's doing that. So we have this relationship to our technology now that is like with the other stuff where we can just kind of guide it, but we're not a master of it. We're right. We're both the slave and master of technology. And that's always going to be our relationship to it. It's always going to be, and much like when you have kids, like they're going to surprise you. We don't know what is going to surprise us about this technology. And we could spend all day thinking about what to prepare for, but it's going to surprise us in a different way of of yeah. what it's going to be
0: kind of like you set the intention to experience it, but then you don't get to pick how you experience mm-hmm. it. That's really interesting to think about. Yeah. I, Cause I feel like there's a ton of things in consciousness and ascension that um, you have to believe it's one thing, like the twin flame thing, the people who are hacking codependency, they have this connection and I believe that this connection was some, is, is some type of video game, that it, some type of program where we're like, okay, we'll take on the same energetic blueprint for this period of time. And this energetic blueprint is going to cause me to mirror, it's going to mirror my shit back to me super hard so I can work through it so that I can hack codependency. But during that phase, you f- this, this connection feels faded. It feels forever. It feels like destiny. We're going to da da da. But you have to believe that because you have to change that, chase that carrot to get to the, the, at the end, you realize you've been pranked, you know, at the end, it's like, oh shit. None of this is what I thought it was, but I had to believe it was this yeah. to reach this final conclusion. And I feel that way about, I don't think I understand fully what consciousness is. I wouldn't be surprised to find out that this entire thing is taking place in a com- giant computer. I don't think or that that's little what one. it is. Yeah. It could be a tiny true. computer. It could have been a, a tiny uh, computer that uh, nothing actually at this point would surprise me, but I don't think I've put my finger on it because I think... It is a riddle that we are solving, actively solving, which is the fun part.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, it would be no fun if we just the the smooth transition is what we signed up for. When right. you came back from the blue ball of energy, when I came from whatever thing I came from, I haven't had that uh, cinematic of a of an experience, but it was something.
0: It's been a gradual process for you,
1: right? Yeah. And when you bring up the light worker thing, like, and you talk to reluctant gods and stuff, that, like, yeah, I am the, I don't even remember the title of what they would give it, but I've, I've been reflecting a lot on what the fuck I've been doing since 2012 or 13 or something like that. Whereas before I was all into the stand up comedy. And now I'm making, like, I don't know, comics, images, things yeah. that I get these download for, like in the last, 3 weeks the downloads have been too big to uh even make yet like they're they're like something i can almost grasp into putting into a thing but just not yet i'll need like really? 6 months before i can actually put it but it's a thing and i can't write them down fast enough but i can put i can write them down as a word like i'll write down anchor or something and i'll know exactly what i need to do with with anchor sort of oh but, shit talk to me
0: about your downloads
1: um let's see one is that uh, i'm I'm getting a lot of tapeworm imagery. I'm getting a lot of uh, making the world stranger. That's how you expand it. The more you make the world stranger, the more space there is for more things to happen. Otherwise, it's stuck into that. Thing, and you can't really articulate what strange is until it shows up and you recognize it as being different from what's already there. Otherwise, it's right. not strange. Strange is just what hasn't come to the party yet. So imagine there's 12 people at the party and you're like, this is all of it. And then someone comes in and maybe you were all gray people and then someone who's red walks in. You're like, oh shit, I've never seen red before. What are we supposed to make of this? Okay, there's gray and there's red. And then maybe orange shows up, and then yellow, and then green, purple, pink, blue, and then from there it's like, okay, well, what's the next? What's the next level of strains? There's no, there's no end to how how much you can expand. Um, and I think that's also how our brains work. I was hearing something about there's no, there's no limit to how much our brains can store. There's no finite capacity. It has like this compression algorithm that can potentially store infinite space so you could remember millions of years of lifetimes in there so you could have an experience and then still have it be somewhere in like i'm pointing to my skull but it might not even be in my skull this is just a wi-fi receiver like getting it from from everywhere because it's encoded in every every proton that's what the whole uh holofractal theory of the universe is that all the information is encoded into every point and that's also how uh, BitTorrent and cryptocurrency, that's like the foundation of that from what I understand. It's all, every node contains all the information and in all the other nodes. So there's not one master node that gets to fuck with things. Like everyone has all the information in it. That's why we feel when there's a big shift because you have the whole universe inside of every little particle in you. Fuck.
0: This is the closest I ever came to understanding Bitcoin. It's like embarrassing because I'm like, I'm so good. Like my brain has a good processor in it, but every time any, you know, bro has tried to explain Bitcoin to me, I'm like, I don't fucking... They don't fucking... get it either. All yeah, they right? Can, That's
1: why I don't understand them. They can only understand more than you, thus give the, the perception that they're a master, but they only understand one level deeper than you. And you're right. like, well, what's in the floor underneath you? Like, oh, I've never been to the floor underneath right. me before. I've just been under you and been trying to lord... Power over you. Yeah, I just hang out on, on Reddit. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, when you explain the making the world stranger, I've, I'm like, if anyone in the world had told said exactly that, I would have been like, that is a Ramin piece of art. <laughs> like, I can, I can see the art in my head, the gray people and the different colors, but God, that makes so much sense. That completely lines up with, now we go create the new world. And we create the new world by just creating like we've left all of the rules, we've left all of the limitations, and now we can create anything. What would the new world look like? What would a world where we genuinely care about each other, we genuinely collaborate with each other? What would a world where the dream I had in 2000 when I was waking up is downtown Portland and the aliens took me up to the clouds and we floated above Portland in the clouds. And they say, so we will live up here and then we will just reach down and grab them when they're ready. When they put their arms up, you just reach down and grab them, and we pull them up here. And that's really, I think, the work that we move into. And so some things are like, how do we – you can't evangelize, right? But how do we help? That pushes people away. Exactly. And it it only works when people are ready, but how do we get them ready? How do we give people the tools? How do we give them bite-sized tools? I think a lot about getting people out of poverty, um, taking oppressed people, like people, like people who are living uh, in poverty and have lived generations deep in poverty, have been deeply, deeply hypnotized and programmed by the elite.
1: Those are tough to jump into because, like, I know how to give advice to someone like one standard deviation beneath me, maybe two. Yeah. I don't even know how to use standard deviation right. It's just fun to say sometimes. Right. But someone who's <laughs> in someone who's in that deep, 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 deep. Poverty, it's like trying to teach someone to walk again after they haven't used their legs in many years. You're like, what? You just kind of do it. You kind of need that language that a physical We therapist... need a way
0: to help get them free to take the pressure off is the number one thing. We have to figure out a way to take the pressure off so that they have a second to fucking think.
1: Hopefully we get that universal basic income in 2020 if, uh, if either Andrew Yang wins or someone steals that universal basic income idea and... I mean, not that he came up with it, but he helped bring it to the the forefront. So let's say uh, I don't know if Bernie wins or Elizabeth Warren wins, or uh, I can't see Trump giving universal basic income. No, but huh? also maybe who yeah, knows? Yeah, if uh,
0: somebody finds a way to, if if anybody was smart with Trump, they would figure out how to feed good shit to his ego, you know, because he's just an egomaniac. And so you just trick him into being like, everybody said that you're too weak. <laughs> you
1: know, he's like uh, Biff or whatever from Back yeah. to the Future. I Isn't like, that so strange? He's exactly... Yeah, the he's gold a, hair, the big tower, yep. the... Just
0: go be like uh, everybody said you're too stupid to do universal income, and you know like he would. um, They said you're not strong enough to push down that wall, and he would go (laughs) tear down his own wall. You're just fighting the bully in the wrong in the wrong energy. I would.
1: I would. It's so easy to just be disgusted by Trump and Epstein and just slain Maxwell and all these people, but I really liked Tim Dillon's his kind of attitude about these people, where it's like, yeah, they're monsters, but. It's a good life.
0: Can you imagine (laughs) having that
1: life? Going to a steakhouse. I keep it juicy, juicy. I eat that lunch. Uh, It's fun. It's fun.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's a pretty good tip, (laughs) Dylan.
1: I go to the steakhouse. I get the ribeye. It's my favorite cut.
0: He is a sun and moon in Aquarius.
1: Oh, interesting. Does that make
0: so much sense?
1: Yeah. And I love that you guys, you're very different, but the friendship is like, there's this real connection of, I don't know, not accepting things at face value, wanting to talk about the the conspiracies, but you're not as much on the conspiracy side, but you just kind of have the the information given to you.
0: Yeah. I like him for conspiracies because he doesn't fuck with anything that is like... Uh, I mean, I like, I can, I can fuck with conspiracies a little bit, but like Tim just only has facts. And then he has just this insane logic that is just like, why, like, think about it. Of course they are. And then it melds well with like, when we get together and I talk about reptilians and stuff, It just like melds well with what he already knows about them, you know uh fucking children and stuff yeah. it's like yeah cuz they're vampires like they can they, they eat need the, the energy fear. yeah and that's the, the most potent
1: fear it makes so much sense yeah and when you think like we just don't want to think about people forget fucking kids we don't even know what the i don't even know what the most horrifying thing they do is like that's just yeah. what my imagination can do i've tried to go out there i'm like do they do they bat their heads off with golf clubs do they <laughs> oh, shit, like what do, yeah. they, what do they what do they what's something that if i saw it would make me appalled cuz i you know, no, nothing really gets me to. You know, it's the whole comedian dead inside thing. Like, what's the craziest? Like, we're when did we first start hearing dead baby jokes? When we're twelve, eleven, right. yeah. And then at Probably first you, you. hear it yeah. like that's so intense, and now it's like, oh, okay, whatever. What you're just trying to aristocrats me? It's I, it doesn't yep. it doesn't get to me anymore. But oh man, the things that those people because we know it's being done, and it has because in the grand scheme of things, why wouldn't there be? Sociopath rich people doing that It might not be in that Pizza restaurant it might not all be on That island but it is going down Right And uh, what's weird is those people Know like when you really Go down that rabbit hole they're into occult Shit they're into There are some pretty convincing you know, presentations showing that nine eleven was this occult ritual and the numerology of building one and two and building seven and those numbers adding up and laying it on the Kabbalah and oh shit the, the like I'm trying to remember all the things in it now. But when you're when you're seeing it spelled out, it's like okay, that does seem more likely than than you know just pissed off. Terrorists doing it, especially yeah. with the passport being found. I just learned that apparently the reason they knew who did it was because a passport was found in the rubble and then given to the FBI within the hour of the plane hitting the yeah. building. Like, How really? <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, you guys had your shiz together so well together. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't That's we'll an that t- old
1: Brendan Walsh joke too It's got to like The way that people have World War II memorabilia Brendan Walsh Be like, I've got a 9-11 room Where I keep all my 9-11 m- memorabilia <laughs> Passports Yeah, I have a I have a charred Sky mall. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about People in Did you say in 60 We'd be able to just Use each other's talents Or any talent That anyone has unlocked You can then tap into that And you don't have to go Through the 10,000 hours You just kind of can do it,
0: yeah. Fuck, I haven't thought about that in a while. That was part of the the five D talent. Once we are, once we have full access to each other, yeah, we would be able to like, we'd be on the same network in a way that I could like log into your. I feel really far away from that right now.
1: It's I'm I'm tuned into it a bit today, not like to the level of where I can just play like uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan right now if I wanted to, but watching Instagram musicians. They're like, they're next level, like these five-year-olds playing these blues licks that only like one person could do in the 70s. Like right. now there's little kids playing like Eddie Van Halen and it's, it's no big deal. You know, 1,000 hits, who cares? Before, in even 2012, that would have been viral. Remember in 2012, you could go viral like, you could dress yeah. up as a fox and be like, I'm the fox. And it's like, oh, it's a new, like, Gangnam style. Yeah. Gangnam style would not be viral no, today. No. no one gives a shit. We were just infatuated by a new silly content back yeah. then. And now kids are, like, musicianship is next level. And there's people breaking down, like, here's all you need to know. You need to know these five shapes. This is the basis of all blues. This is the basis of all metal. This is a Lydian chord. Like, really dense music theory is just being just put out there on where you just wouldn't have known it before. And I think that that's going to keep scaling up where... It is the level
0: of talent. And I guess that is that 5D thing. In my head, once again, in my head, I felt like you're here right now. I should be able to make the same kind of art that you make. You know what I mean? Like I should be able to log into you. I do think that when we get like fully integrated, and this is why... This codependency, interdependency thing is so important because it is ultimately about connection. And we are learning about boundaries with friends, family. That's kind of like the separation that's happening between us and people that want to kick it in lower vibrational, whatever, which is like fine. But we're learning how to sync up with other people that are on the same level and learning how to do it in a way that is not, doesn't involve our defense mechanisms, doesn't activate our, sis, our attachment systems yeah. or whatever so that we can get that full access to each other. Because it's like your our defense mechanisms, our codependency, our narcissism, our, our uh, fears of intimacy, all of these things that protected us when we were younger from connections that weren't great. Um, these things are now... They don't, they no longer serve a purpose. They're keeping us separate. And so we're learning to heal all these things so that we can start to get that access to each other. Yeah.
1: It's a tricky switch because it's like the polarities were reversed, where right. doing that 10 years ago, 20 years ago was the wrong move. But since it's opposite now, like, you know, up is down. You need to start going down. Yeah. That's not the right way of wording it. But, and going to the, being afraid of going to a lower vibration and dealing with people's bad vibes. You don't have to think about yourself as one entity being brought down. You can split yourself off into your 5D self which is permanently there doing that right. and then send a representative down to 2D to talk to the to or to the 3D people. Like yeah. you're not fully there. Like the other half of you is fully safe upstairs but like Mr. Manhattan or Dr. Manhattan where in Watchmen, you ever see that the no. the big blue guy that's oh was, yeah, yeah was in a radiation ra- scientist who was in the radiation it's always radiation he was in a radiation accident and he splits himself off into as many things as he wants and he got in trouble with his girlfriend because he's like fucking her as three people but then she's like it doesn't feel like he's all the way here and then yeah. goes into the room and there's like eight of him working on his formulas <laughs> but he's like come on I had three of me like in bed with you um,
0: it's like I wanted
1: all of you and in the bed
0: is he single Probably. um <laughs> no he's no he's on another he's planet. many yeah, yeah
1: he's no he's he's very single because he's just on a planet alone now because he is that how the story ended i think i'm just spoiling all the endings i know things. we're just like yeah. very detailed uh endings well he he takes the blame for causing a big bad thing on earth so that people could unite against him as the single villain thus coming together because of Bigger enemy often unites smaller oh, enemies. Yeah. So he's like, Yeah, I'm the big bad guy and then disappeared. But the he viewer is perfect
0: for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, you guys get along great. I
0: wonder what his sign is. I um
1: I bet Gemini. I bet. Uh, Are you com- compatible with Gemini or it's too? I air? was
0: married to a Gemini for a long oh, time. The
1: Christian guy? Uh, the house no. flipper guy.
0: The um no, the uh not that great guy. Uh, uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I'm sorting through it. But yeah, it was a great marriage for what it was when I thought I was something else. But uh, before I know You've been a lot of things. I've been a lot of things. I have. And what's funny is, yes, I used to be very compatible with air signs, only compatible with air signs because I identified as an air sign. And what's uh, interesting now is a lot of Scorpios are coming around. And uh, I think the more I tap into my water energy, the different energy that I'm bringing around.
1: Pisces is the most water, right? If there was a most.
0: I think probably because we're literally fish. fish. Yeah, we're yeah. the 12th sign. So it is like back into the nothingness. And um, I do have a little bit of that Virgo balancing me out. And then there is still a shit ton of of Aquarius energy in there. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, the the lower vibrational people, I don't mean like kick these people out of your life, but the enmeshment or the low vibrational connection to people. So like people that you are doing things for that you don't want to be doing, that you are connected to out of guilt or shame or obligation or habit or anything else. And that these connections are like enmeshed or, or taxing or like, you know, uh, some type of vampire connection, even if they're not intentionally being a vampire, because a lot of people are, on the next wave. And so they're getting ready to go into what we just all went through for the last couple of years. You know, they're going into the pressure cooker.
1: That'll be fun to watch.
0: It's going to be nice. I don't know. What's kind of fun for me is just watching people. I can't tell you how many people in the last year who you like have told me, like, I thought you were nuts. I thought (laughs) you were crazy. And now I want to know where you buy your crystals. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's tight. So I'm, I'm looking forward to a mass, um, of that. I'm also looking forward to five years from now when we're all just back in the same new planet and we're all multidimensional and working together. I'm it's excited for that too. It's so
1: interesting because it's just not what we're imagining right now. I it's know gonna it's going to be so be, different, yeah. but also it'll be cool. We're not going to be like, it will be, but it won't be a hundred percent because it'll be yeah. like, come on. Like when you really look back at, High school through rose colored glasses or whatever, you're like, oh, that sucked. That was yeah. like, m- think about how we got music. It's easy to get jaded now, but what do you have to pay $20 for a CD?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not, I know it's not going to be as wild and magic as I. Th- picture in my head. However, I oscillate because sometimes I'm like, oh, this isn't as weird as I thought it was going to be. But other times my life is pretty fucking wild. Like I lived in the suburbs of Delaware two years ago. And I don't know, like he and I were magic. You know, we had been like actively manifesting things in our life for a long time. We spoke this language most of the time you know we were we we got to exist back when things were 4D and everything was kind of mental space you didn't have to reconcile your uh trauma yet but like um now you know i have entire friendships that are telepathic i have so many friends that like if we connected in the dream space we know that that was a real experience you know i have these kind of conversations all day. But then I also have just balls out magic stuff happening all day. It's where the other day I was like, nah, I guess I want to get a little more famous in comedy after having not fucked with comedy in a minute. <laughs> and within a week, all of these things lined up. They came to me.
1: This, this was uh, during This is not happening or you're talking no, about. This recent? was like a month ago where I was oh. like, oh, okay,
0: guess. All right, fine. I guess I want to, I just said it passively on, I think a Mormon in the meth head. And then, uh, just like things started lining up for me without me, like even really having to try and, uh, just magic shit like that. Just yeah. reaching out my hands and getting it, these connections coming in and I,
1: it's ramping up too. That's yeah. not going to just go away. No, no. It's, it's, not it's a... getting
0: more and more powerful. The timeline shit is bananas. The waking up on different timelines, my
1: body being different. The memories leaving. The memories are <laughs> gone. Gone. Is your memory gone? Sometimes. Not to the intensity that you were describing at, at some point. I guess point, it is waves where yeah. there's the weeks
0: where I'm like, also. Also, no the
1: hiccups like you were talking about in the last update, the jello we were all stuck in. Yeah. Everyone I've talked to, and myself included, and I don't have a boss. I'd make my own stuff, work on my own schedule. It's not even work. I draw. Comics and posters and animations and stuff. I mean, it is work, but in like it's not Hewlett Packard or Goldman Sachs or spreadsheets or anything like that. But I couldn't, I couldn't do shit for a week and I couldn't even do the stuff that's not work. Like I couldn't even like, watch porn and beat off and just be yeah. a worthless, <laughs> like, thing. It's like, even that was, no, I couldn't do it. And I wasn't even in bed depressed either, because that's something. That's yeah. doing that, depression that's worked, in bed. Yeah. It was pure, like, why can't I, why can't, why can't I, mmm. Yeah. And there was, there was just nothing going on. And then when I heard you talk about it, that's why I had to send you that message. I was like, the jello is real. Yeah. I knew 5 is real. <laughs> and I hadn't even thought to check in, because... Like I kind of go through phases where I'm like, uh, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll listen to the last three episodes or four in a row while I'm drawing or something, and then uh, I just didn't, I didn't check in, and then I did. I'm like, right, right, right.
0: Jello, I feel like we are butterflies in the chrysalis, and the chrysalis is just. Not open yet. We're just yeah. like kicking it. Do you know it. how
1: that process works? Do you, Or not how it works, but have you heard the way that they don't even... They don't start to sprout wings. They, they melt.
0: melt? Is that true?
1: Yeah, they You're melt. you my science
0: friend. Is that true? They
1: melt into these things called imaginal cells. And then from there, that like rebuilds it into... Like it, it's it completely breaks down into a goo and then becomes the butterfly. So evolutionarily, it's so weird to predict why that is it's so easy to be like well we lost our tail and we still have our appendix and there's like there's small gaps but you can kind of piece it together no one is like understands why butterflies (laughs) are butterflies it's so strange
0: it's also interesting that that becomes common knowledge right now uh i use the melting caterpillar especially in like august and september that was the energy that we were in we were like july we from april to july we were melting and then we we were just the goo and then we sprouted the wings in like august and september and now we're just trapped in this cocoon for a minute
1: but and the most recent thing i drew was the spaceman leaving the the like gray goo being stuck to it and i don't i don't uh, intellectualize why i make the thing it's just kind of whatever Vision thing you yeah. have, and you want to draw out, and then after I had posted that, and then listen to your update. I'm like, of course, the, oh, shit, the, goo. the goo. Yeah, of course.
0: Also, in the Matrix, they're stored in goo. Yes,
1: they are. Fuck. Matrix has got a lot of symbology, and there's a fourth one coming out, which is going to be interesting, or maybe it'll suck shit. But I don't know.
0: Interesting timing of that as well, because those two are woke as fuck, obviously. Mm-hmm. They are they were light workers planting seeds for us. Cause that was that broke open the when the Matrix came out, that like cracked so many minds open. Cause people were like, wait a yeah. second. Yeah. It was right before I woke up. I didn't end up seeing it until I got clean. But for years when I was talking about the aliens and everything else, people were like, This is just a plot to the Matrix. And I Yeah didn't
1: I wouldn't watch movies when I was high. It helped, but it also didn't help because then people can just be like, Oh, so you mean like, yeah. like that? It's like, Yes, but it's a larger concept than a movie that was just released. The movie right. is about reality, not reality imitating. It's you've got it backwards, my friend.
0: <clears throat> it is. Uh, it's it's weird. You kind of have to have this in all stuff with consciousness, even in the twin flame thing, where uh, it was a lot of: Is my experience valid? Am I just somebody's crazy ex girlfriend? is this am i being tricked is this codependency is this this like it it gives you something to have to sort out so when you have a seed planted by a movie like the matrix then it's like oh uh, that really resonated resonate is another thing resonate is a concept about vibration and energy that people didn't always say resonate and people didn't always know what that meant. People didn't know about that sense. But now when people are like, I like the way that this feels, this resonates. It used to just be if it didn't feel right, people were like this isn't right, and they didn't even know why. They would project onto people. Projecting is another higher oh, dimensional
1: yeah.
0: concept that we didn't have. All this like mental health, self awareness stuff is all part. It's this is all ascension. This is all uh, connectedness. All these like Generation Z on uh, Twitter talking about, or millennials Zoomers. too talking Zoomers, Zoomers. Fuck, I hadn't heard that before. That's yeah. fantastic.
1: Zoomers um, are pure id. I mean, they they're are. still young now, but like uh, there was some podcast talking about how millennial comedy, not all of it, but for the most part, it's this, you know, kind of woke thing. And it's like, blah, blah, blah. And there's talking about politics and things. And there's got to be structure to it. And then Zoomer comedy is just squirting lime juice into your eyes. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, just not even screaming. Just like with sick Takashi 6 9 Like, there's a video of literally a guy going, hi, I'm here with 6ix9ine. And then the camera goes up and it's got 6 9 and He's like, I've got thick lime. And then he just starts squirting the, the <laughs> limes into his eyes and just turning red. And like, why are they even doing this? It's because all of it's been done already. These younger generations
0: also, like the kids, you know, they're not born into karma. They they don't have, I don't
1: think they have karma. Oh, that's so cool. But and, also they don't get that, they don't get the sweet bitterness that we get.
0: Yeah. And, but they also don't have, like the millennials, I don't think we're supposed to really have a karmic load. I think really X generation was supposed to put, I don't know my idea, my feelings in this are, are changing, but like X generation was really built to be in both worlds and, uh, Xennials I'll say, cause there's some older, um, next generation that seem like boomers. But for the most part, like indigo, indigo children, we'll go by those generations, indigo children born to be in both worlds, like born like karmic loads, heavy karmic loads, born to carry uh, trauma, but then like built to, to raise their frequency. And then the lung, the younger you get in millennials, Uh, When you get to the millennials in their their twenties and stuff, they're uh the millennials were like like showed up at a higher frequency. Still have some karma, and this is just my vibe on it. But still have some karma, but they're higher frequencies. So all the depression and anxiety is like oh this is like doesn't fit at all, you know. And then you get into the younger generations, and they're relatively kind of they feel annoyed. They're like higher vibrational in a way that the density doesn't. Like damage them the way it damaged them. The, you know, cause these are the goes crystal and then rainbow or rainbow and then crystal.
1: Rainbow is after indigo. I think so. Prince had a whole record called The Rainbow Children that he put out in 2000. And he was, he was hip to Ascension, yeah. the Everlasting Now, the, yeah, had a I don't strong know why he Christ. He
0: intended to be a that one cult, but um, Jehovah's Witness. Yeah.
1: Because Larry Graham spent two years uh, <laughs> convincing him. And man, if Larry Graham spent a week with me, I would probably be. A Jehovah's Witness. Oh, really? yeah.
0: It's such a bummer compared to um. It
1: ascension. makes sense though, they uh the
0: doctrine's not.
1: I haven't read it. Off. And of course it's I don't even know what Jehovah's Witnesses other than they go to people's doors on the weekend and that they yeah. do not have holidays. But when you learn that it's not that they don't celebrate holidays, it's that every day is, you know, there's only the present moment. You're just the eyes of the one consciousness, you're a witness, you're experiencing for for that. So every day is your Or, you know, you have one birthday, the day you're born, every other day is, uh, you know, blessing, uh, that sort of thing. So I see it from that angle.
0: The 144,000 resonates because I think that there are... um... What's that? it's a big number and they think there's 144,000 chosen people that get to go to something or whatever. But there is something in Ascension about the 144,000. Like there's so many people who have to hold energetic space. I think there's a, a, a certain amount of people that have to hack Codependency in order to break it as a thing. There were so many people that had to hack gender in order to break it as a construct. There's so many people. Sexuality in general is a construct that's been hacked. You know, there's like gay people fighting for their rights five years ago. And now, fucking, like, I'm like, when I talk to a completely straight person, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a form still, of bondage or yeah, something you're being still a straight binary. person. Binary. That's interesting. I had a daughter with uh, a. A conversation with my ten-year-old daughter last night. We talked about white privilege, and um we are in this complex. There's not we're like the only white people. In I've this noticed, complex. yeah, and I love it. It's a not you know it's a it's a it's my favorite thing about California. Or there's we,
1: maybe two other ones, but for the yeah, most part, for the yeah.
0: most part, there her friends are most of her friends are black, or that was like a uh, couple Ar- Ar- Armenians. But I like. They, my kids are learning other cultures. They're they're around other. Why is that? Because this is a nice place. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> it is California is my favorite thing about California. I don't know how long I want to stay here, but I I hated in Delaware. I felt like my kids pe- things were pretty segregated in Delaware, and um, I hated that my kids were just being raised around other white kids I wasn't raised around just white people and I I felt like I got to understand other cultures and things are are tense and difficult right now anyway and I don't want you know I don't want my just like blonde white girls to grow up and be the insufferable white woman I want them to understand other
1: people no that's very good
0: and so we were um and I'm kind of quiet about this stuff cuz I also don't enjoy uh super loud uh virtue virtue signalers mm. either. But um we were having a conversation about white privilege cuz um I don't know, it came up she had a she had a conflict with her friend and I really enjoyed the way that she handled the conflict with her friend and then I wanted her to understand like why why I liked the way that she handled
1: it. That, isn't and, it so cool to see like p- the kids hip yeah, to it? Yeah, man. I'll yeah. walk by a couples like having I'll, you'll just hear pieces of their not even fight but their intense serious conversation and just the way they go about it like it's so not attacky it's yeah. so like when you say something like that it makes me feel as though blah 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 yep. blah and there's a lot of that's like holy shit we didn't have these tools ten years no. ago where did it come from no Everywhere. and they're
0: the way they deal with bullies is really interesting like they're very it's not cool there's cool a anymore. lot of like has been. Uh, was like this Russian kid moved in here was just this awful bully and terrorized everybody in the thing. But like I don't know how she pulled it off because she was like had moved here from Russia and like barely spoke English. And uh but she just it like terrorized all the kids. And you know, then, then they all band together to take to take her down and it was pretty great.
1: Like our ant like when your antibodies are, are yep, attacking yep, uh, the yep. bacteria doesn't like yep. it, just like swarms it, but not in a
0: And it was like when I was a kid, you know, the bullies would win because everybody would be afraid to stand up to the bullies. And I like the way that, but they're like, they know what bullying is, you know? So when I was a kid, it was, I would just be, and I was getting made fun of by a bully. I would just internalize it like, yeah, I suck. And that person's cool. And I'm not. But it's uh, like, it's their own
1: internet. Like not even, not like they got together. Maybe they did get together on the internet, but the way they band it together is like having the internet, which we have now.
0: Yeah, they are. They are connected. They are already from the new world. Like they're waiting for us to catch up to them. But we had this great conversation where I was like, do you know what white privilege is? And, um, I think it was like, she was like play fighting with her friend and she got knocked down and hit her, hit her head. And, um, you know, uh, I appreciated that she didn't make a, like a big production out of it or whatever. And then that just gave me an opportunity to be like, you know, here's an area where white people tend to be shitty. And um, and I asked her if she knew what it was, and she was like, yeah. And I was like, well, what do you like? What is What do 10, you, you say she's 10? She's, she's nine. I keep calling her 10. Nine. I do this to her every year. Mm-hmm. As soon as her sister has a birthday, I'm like, you're both a year older. <laughs> she's nine. She's 40. Uh, but she's um, she was like, that the world is easier, like life is easier for us. And I was like, yeah. So the entire life, the entire world is set up for us. And, um, it just naturally goes in a way where people's like media and the, the justice system, cause my kids hate cops. Cause I raised them <laughs> like, they're not our friends and they're definitely not their friend. Um, and so I'm like, you know, everything is set up so that we have the advantage and we, uh, you know, it's shifting, it's changing. I hope that you don't grow up in this, but like you know it's important for you to take every opportunity possible to to balance those scales and to make sure that you are never participating in making it more difficult. Yeah. And she was like, "Well, most of my friends are of color. I don't even think I have any white friends. So I definitely uh, that's something that's important to me." And I'm like, "I didn't. You know, this is our first time having a conversation about this. I love that these kids already have this uh, this language." And then she's obsessed with gender. she talks about gender a lot, and she presents as female, you know and and straight, I think I don't know she's pretty just into art, but she said, um, uh she was talking about other things that she doesn't uh she doesn't like about society and the way that it's set up against uh people of color and the way that the classes are set up and and then you know she also doesn't like she has a trans friend and she doesn't At nine, like wow mm-hmm. she was like i i thought it was interesting that her parents were i can't remember if she says they were going to do the medication or what but she was like that that she's made the decision already that she that she wants to be a girl But uh, I think it's great. And she was like, ultimately, because this is how she talks, she's nine. Ultimately, I think I am probably also going to be trans. I'm just going to wait until I'm a little bit older. And I said, "Uh, you want to be a boy? And she said, no, I don't think I'm either. I don't don't think I have – it doesn't make sense to me that I should have to pick one or the other. But I think ultimately I will come out as they and cool and i was like that's non-binary and that's fucking tight but of course you're neither because that's some made-up shit that we had in the old world and it doesn't actually exist and these kids are just on it i didn't teach her that she didn't get that from they me They just know they just know they know who they are they know where the injustices are and they know you know i didn't have to like these are questions that i asked her i didn't have to teach her any of this
1: the hormone thing gets into weird territory but i i think that the people afraid of I mean, I'm not an expert. You have to say this before everything. I'm not an expert on the thing, but it's like, it's one thing identifying as the other gender. It's one thing getting hormones when you're nine and what that's going to do. But devil's advocate, who knows what technology we're going to have in 10 years if they were like with the tattoo? It's like a tattoo is an important decision maybe not is it right yeah because i could get a groupon to
0: get this removed so like maybe i could just get a groupon to get my boobs to grow bigger i don't there's a very ignorant statement about (laughs) because i don't understand how it works that's across that bridge when it comes to it kind of thing yeah i get both sides of it you know is there's a way with hormone therapy that you can prevent a full-blown developing of a, a a gender you don't or a sex that you don't resonate with, you know, why I not? I think we're
1: going to get to the point where people can even identify as like I know I'm in this body but I don't identify as a, a phys- physical being. I would like to be pure digital, please. I yeah. would like to just be uploaded onto the internet. We're already living in VR. It's yep. not uh, I just had this I might have even written it on a tweet or something, but we've we've moved into VR already and Uh, It's not strapped to our face yet, but it's not across the room either. Before it was across the room, we think of VR as this different world. VR is just basically moving into this world that we've already built in our phone, which uses, uh, you know, quartz crystal and quantum entanglement and all that magical shit to make this work. It's pure magic. It
0: is pure. And it's a huge part of the stuff that, like, when. The aliens said stuff 20 years ago. A ton of the stuff that they said we
1: would be able to do is just what our phone does, Mm -hmm. you know? You had to be a nerd before, like if you had a computer and like you can't use my computer unless you have the computer password. That's something a nerd would say. Yeah. Now everyone has a computer and they have a they have more passwords than they can remember. Yep. We have at least twelve passwords that are one a variation of the same password, but sometimes there's a capital letter, sometimes there's an extra thing depending on what the form wants. But we're already well well into the VR. Yeah. I've been playing with the Oculus Quest headset the headset how is that it's so cool and it's uh i mean if you play with it for more than an hour you get dizzy but you you forget how much from the neck up we live with our computer and our phones it really gets you to use your whole body in it there's this one intro game where you're dancing with this robot and you're really you really get into it i'm not even a big dancer like i you have to mimic you have
0: things hooked up to your body,
1: yes. But the coolest thing is that they're working on rolling out uh hand tracking. So you have uh the headset and you have these two um like nunchuck looking things with the uh different buttons on it. And if you press the trigger buttons, your virtual hands do this. If you press the like, it's all very natural. You can make a fist, you can point, you can have these fingers out, you can have just your thumbs up and they there's a camera on the outside so that you can see whether you bump into shit it needs that outward sensor and cameras are everywhere there's two cameras right, on our yeah. on our phone and they're they're going to roll out hand tracking so you don't even need the controllers your your VR headset will just look see your hands in that world. Oh my God. Yeah. So you're just already in it.
0: How many years ago was it when it was like, oh my God, we're going to have cameras on our phones?
1: Ridiculous. Not even 10. It was
0: not even 10 years ago. And now there's so there's cameras on fucking everything.
1: Yeah. The latest phones have 360 cameras on it so that you get depth perception and can... Jesus. And we don't have 360 on our eyes. We have 180. So we don't even see the behind. Like imagine having that... You see it in, uh, I bring up porn so much. I just think (laughs) porn is good, but it's also a fascinating, like technology follows where it's at. And you'll see, uh, like I remember when POV was mind-blowing, like point of view. And it's like, wow, to be not a voyeur, but to be in the perspective of it. Now you're seeing like it's common to have multiple camera angles where like you're in the POV, but you're also there. So it's like you're having the experience of being an entity with multiple perspectives when you're in there and maybe movies will follow suit where you're watching a movie where you're not even from one point of view. You're like from many point of views depending on where you want to jump around because we love making choices and jumping around yeah. and not just sitting still and watching the thing you wanted.
0: It Very similar to, I think, our approach to creating reality on this planet. Yeah, is porn. <laughs> it is. We're POVing this life. All right, I got to send this message to somebody. Where can people find you?
1: Uh, I'm most active on Instagram. It's my name, Rumi Nazer, and it's uh, also my site. You can go to rainbowbrainskull.com. I have a bunch of books of illustrations and comics and stuff. If you'd like to read them, it's all free to read. I don't put anything behind a paywall, but I am going to put bonus podcasts behind a paywall but i don't put like images behind a paywall cuz it just seems weird i tried for a bit and yeah. i don't like it it's like you see a few people it, they're meant to be shared right. and looked at whereas podcasts it makes sense to have some shit behind, behind the a scenes. paywall but yeah, yeah thanks for having me it's always uh, it's always great to i love to, it we'll
0: have to have you back soon uh, if you want a reading Jessareed at fucking Reed comedy. i'm giving you my email address uh com uh there's some tour dates on there too lubbock texas denver colorado new york city or somewhere around new york city um philly some of these aren't up yet but um reed comedy on instagram and uh twitter that's it see you next week hopefully i have a voice